This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Last time I discussed why our vaccine schedule was based on annual boosters and why titers were not used. Now I want to talk about the use of titers in vaccine protocols. It's only been in the last few years that measuring titers in our pets has become quick and affordable, thus giving us a new tool in helping pets stay healthy. But titers are still not used as a universal prerequisite for a vaccine schedule for your dog and cat. You'll see why in a moment. There are two types of titers. One is quantitative, which means the level of antibodies is measured. The sample is sent to a lab. It may take several days to get results, and results come back as a proportion that is like 1 to 1,000 or 1 to 100. The other, less sensitive titer test is a qualitative test. This can be done on-site, results in a matter of minutes, and it comes as a positive or a negative. There's a good correlation with the quantitative test. With these reliable, quick, affordable tests available, how can you and your veterinarian use titers to help provide an effective vaccine program? I would say 95% of our pets don't need titer testing to have a good vaccine schedule. In the last 10 years, vaccine manufacturers did further studies on their vaccines that enabled them to guarantee vaccine effectiveness out to three years on most vaccinated diseases. So the annual paradigm is not set in stone, giving your veterinarian more flexibility to maximize protection while minimizing costs using reliable data. Let me go over situations where one can use titers. I need to remind my listeners that titers are not for all the diseases we vaccinate for. Titers are available only for distemper, hepatitis, and parvo. So let's uh, look at a previous vaccinated dog due for a booster. You do a titer. If it's positive, it's protected. No booster necessary. If it's negative, you vaccinate, recheck in two weeks. And if it's still negative, it may be a non-responder. Dogs that are non-responders is that their immune system does not mount an immune protection when vaccinated. A non-responder can now be easily verified by first having a negative titer test, then given a vaccine and retested two to four weeks later and a negative again, just like the situation I mentioned. The veterinarian needs to counsel the owner on ways to minimize exposure to these diseases because they are susceptible. Another situation is an old, healthy dog. The titer comes back positive, it's protected. The titer is negative, may still have memory protection, and you revaccinate. How about a chronically ill dog? Again, if the titer is positive, it's protected. If it's negative and a chronically ill dog, then you want to revaccinate if safe. How about a dog that had a previous history of adverse reaction to a vaccine? If the titer is positive, then it's protected. No need to do a booster at that time. Negative, you want to revaccinate at the veterinarian's discretion, and there's no way to predict what will happen. So have the dog be observed at the clinic for two hours after the shot. If a dog or cat is undergoing chemotherapy, Again, if the titer is positive, it's protected. If it's negative, you revaccinate, but no guarantees the immune system will mount an immune response. How about if an animal has an autoimmune disease? Again, positive is protected. Negative, do not vaccinate for fear that the autoimmune disease becomes reactivated or worsens. And finally, the animal is receiving a steroid shot at the time of vaccine. If the titer is positive, it's protected, no worries. If it's negative, the steroid shot will not interfere with the response. This has been very controversial. Many vets would not vaccinate if they gave a short-term steroid shot. I always did because evidence showed that short-term steroids were just that, short-term. I don't recommend using titer tests to get out of vaccinating a healthy animal. 
vaccines have proven to be very effective in preventing disease outbreaks, and past studies showing universal harm have been debunked. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.